Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with more than 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers Comp. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. At first glance, New Orleans and Lafayette might not seem to have a lot in common. Lafayette is a small city with a mostly oil-based economy that's the economic and cultural capital of Acadiana. New Orleans is a bigger city with a diversified economy and a cultural legacy that includes the birthplace of jazz, Professor Longhair, statewide icons like the Saints, and international landmarks like Bourbon Street. What New Orleans and Lafayette have in common is that they're probably two of the most un-American cities in America. The two cities share an intangible spirit that prioritizes a love of life over most everything else, especially work and business. When we do share business interests, it's usually in one direction. If a company does well in Lafayette, they expand into the larger market of New Orleans. So it's interesting to note that two of New Orleans' best-known food and entertainment brands are reversing the trend and moving into the Lafayette market. I'm talking about the gourmet hot dog sensation, Dat Dog, and the unique combination of bowling, drinking, and rock and bowl that is rock and bowl. Rock and bowl is onto its second generation of family owners. Today, the company is increasingly guided by Johnny Blancher, who is the son of rock and bowl founder John Blancher. Uh, Johnny, welcome out to lunch. Thank you. <laughs> Great to be here. Uh, I've been looking forward to having you on for a long uh, time. Now, thank you. Now, Dat Dog is guided by both the business sense and the charismatic personality of its co-founder, Constantine Georges. Constantine, welcome out to lunch. A oh, pleasure to be here. Both of you guys have decided that even though Lafayette is probably at the lowest economic ebb it's seen for a couple of decades, this is a good time to expand from New Orleans into the Lafayette market. So let me start by asking you the same question. How did you reach this decision was it a gut feeling? Have you done market research? What led you both to decide to expand into Lafayette? I'll, uh, Johnny, I'll start with you. Well, you know, I guess I really have to go back to my mother. My mother was a, uh, is originally from Vermilion Parish, so oh, right. just south of Lafayette. Katrina hits, and of course, we made sure to not evacuate to a dry county, as so right. many people did. That's right. So, you what is the wettest town? as close as possible to New Orleans that would have been safe for, the, it w would be Lafayette. <laughs> uh, we had family and there was beer and wine. Uh, and then why did you wait uh, till now to, <laughs> to pull this? That's the where the market research came <laughs> oh, okay. So we, uh, you know, we studied a lot of different sites. We, while we were there, we really thought that New Orleans, at the time, of course, everybody's saying, well, New Orleans is done. Right. Uh, they're telling us they're not gonna let us in for six months. Uh, you know, all these different, there was a lot of misinformation or just inaccuracy. So we immediately started to look in Lafayette, Austin, Texas called us. Uh, well, man, I can go on and on. Yeah. Many people called trying to get us to leave New Orleans and go somewhere. We were already in Lafayette and we were quickly falling in love with it. The people, yeah. they're the closest thing to the New Orleans culture. I think so too. And 
yet, yet they're uniquely different. There's just a lot of similarities. And we felt comfortable. We, we immediately started looking. And, you know, I can't, we had deals fall through. I mean, we, along the way, we, we had properties that we went ahead and met the asking price. And then the owner backs out. I mean, it just so crazy. It was not stuff. easy. Yeah, it, it was, was not easy. They were just, but. Well, Kelsey, what about you? Uh, Here we now, are. you've expanded, uh, you have quite a few stores in the New Orleans area. Uh, why Lafayette? Well, I, I think that um, uh, I'm going to have to say faith uh, must okay. be the reason. Uh, because it, it w we, it's not like we, with that dog, we, ne we never really had a, um, at least up until recently, uh, a business plan on how we were going to expand, if we were going to expand, et cetera. But people... It looks like you have a business plan. Well, that's great. It's incredible <laughs> uh, that people think that. Uh, but uh, we, um, we were always... Uh, uh, being asked by people that were from Lafayette if we would open one up there. We get that in a lot of cities, believe it or not. They go, oh, you should open one. Baton Rouge, you should open one. And to be frank, I went to Baton Rouge several times. I mean, dozens of times. And I still really didn't find anything that I felt at the time to be suitable for us. And um, then I just, my, my COO, Bill, said, uh, let's just go look at Lafayette. So we went to Lafayette. And I'd only been there once. As, uh, I used to be a federal prosecutor, and uh, a <coughs> long time ago. But I, was I won't say, say the, you have a very I won't weird say, I won't say, path, I won't say the case in case some of the uh, defendants are still rooming around. <laughs> we have them on the yeah. show, which is oddly yeah, enough. You know, but um, <laughs> they showed me. They showed me uh, uh, probably about six or seven properties, uh, starting with downtown and going out into uh, into the suburbs, et cetera, and. Uh, I took one look at this building, and I just loved it. And the price was reasonable for the building. Of course, it's it's an enormous building. It's like 15,000 square feet wow. you know, to, to sell Jeez, hot dogs. Your first store was like 400 square feet, wasn't 475 it? 475, <laughs> to be precise. But uh, there was something about that building I loved, and, and I wish my contractor had told me ahead of time how much it was going to cost to renovate. <laughs> However, um, when I looked around, we were on the edge of town. Uh, there was a really cool uh, coffee shop across the street, Rev, yep. which uh, which really inspired me to uh, look more carefully into the area. And of course, when we opened up, we opened up on Ferret Street, and at the time where we were in Ferret was, was a, um, uh, a nice central part of town, but really had been abandoned for the most part, uh, other than some some you know good uh, entrepreneurs like The Cure. Well, actually, that's what I want to ask both of you is um, the street you're on, uh, it it needs work, uh, you know. Uh, do you think uh, do you think you guys can be like the anchors that that the rest of it builds on? Sure, you know. And I got to be honest with all the you know quote unquote market research that I was doing. <laughs> I got to say there was a lot of fate and faith involved in what we've done. Uh, and so I, you know, I, and I have noticed that that dog we we do share some cultural <laughs> similarities. But we, the street itself, I'm just, I'm bullish on. I, I think it, 
I think we're going to be two anchors. We're we're actually at the two opposite ends of so that you're strip. At, what 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 address are you? We're at two hundred one Jefferson. Okay. So we're right at the gateway. Right. Uh, and uh, you're all the way at the right, and I'm at right the before the tracks. Yeah. Right, right where the tracks are. Right. We're on here. the edge. Grand yeah. Stansall. Yeah. And, uh, and, and there's a beautiful sign that goes over the uh, street there where Dat Dog will be. It's really a good little street entrance into downtown. And then the there's the back door entrance off of Johnston which is Jefferson and Lee, which is where we are at 905 Jefferson. So, you know, the two ends, so you're talking about the 200 block down to the 900 block, and uh, I just see a lot of potential for a tremendous amount of traffic. I think that families will start to come back downtown once we're there and, we, and once they experience what we do. Uh, you know, you, you, the Rock and Bowl is not, the, it's not something you just type up and say, hey, this is what it is. It takes coming in yeah. to really explain the diversity of what's going on and how many fun things you can do in the And help the me, Johnny, because I've, I've been in that bank. Uh, let's see, I know where the safe is, for instance. Yeah. So what, what, have, what are uh, you going to do to this thing? Part. Yes, <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> please. <laughs> You're taking the first two floors, is it? Yes. So we're going to take the first two floors. We're going to add on to the first, but the first that the addition is going to be at the same height as the second floor, which will allow the old office suites on the second floor to look out over the live music and the bowling. Uh, you know, so we're, we're going to be actually, you know, bigger than we are in New Orleans. Uh, as far as the actual square footage, we're going to reach about 35,000 square feet. Uh, we're going to have a ballroom behind those suites. Whoa. Uh, well, there's we'll people in the restaurant so this will work out. Yeah, I mean, I think that... I just think it's going to be a very unique venue. It's going to be different than what we're doing in New Orleans, but there's a hell, hell of a lot more similarities. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. there are differences. The old vaults, we're we're going to do dining in the old vaults. It's going to be. I mean, it's really <laughs> going to be fun. Now, I've got to ask you, Constantine. My my kids fell in love with that dog way before me. What did, what made you think that was going to be a big hit? I mean, we we have fine cuisine here. We have a lot of seafood. There's, bunch of you know high-end hamburger places why hot dogs well I, that's a that's a tough question to answer except that I can I'll just tell you uh, how I feel about it and and how I went about it uh, the um, my friend who brought the idea of making selling hot dogs here was a former high school football player was my original partner and um, I, I hadn't thought about it you know I just retired uh, a few years earlier from the, the Department of Justice and and you were, by the way, is it assistant U.S. attorney? Was yes. It? That is pretty uh, wild. This is very it, different. It's you know, I've, I've <laughs> seen so people. many ways. Yes, I've, I've seen second careers. I can't careers, just issue but a warrant against someone right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 you know, Put the hot dog down. Yeah, yeah but, um, <laughs> but, but uh, the reason I decided to go forward with it is because um, uh, I hadn't eaten a hot dog in years. I mean, you know, maybe 20 years. Who yeah. knows? I mean, thir you know been a long time so I didn't know if people still ate hot dogs that much other than in a picnic but so I would go around and I would ask people if, if people ate hot dogs and if there were four people sitting at a table uh, at least two of them would have a big smile on their face some of them would be furtive some of them would be unabashed smiles and I realized <laughs> that uh, they were very happy just thinking about a hot dog and that's why our hot dog is in the shape of a, a smile uh, oh, I hadn't even thought smile. of that. Yeah, well, you have to look sometimes, Peter. Okay. This but <laughs> but uh, we really didn't know when we opened up uh, who would show up and how many people would show up. And my partner initially did not want to hire anybody. 
he just he said how many people do you think will show up and i said well I, i'm not sure how many do you think he goes well do you think 50 will come in a day because if it's 50 i can handle it i said well okay but i don't know when you're planning to go to the bathroom or whatever yeah. and uh <laughs> or the, make a bank deposit right yeah. so um anyway i started getting involved well it turned out that there was a line out the door it was a very small sure. place yeah uh and it never ended you're listening to out to lunch i'm peter raschuti i'm talking with constantine georges from dat dog and johnny blancher from rock and bowl well i'm hoping you still have that midas touch because ferret street's been the Greatest comeback since Lazarus, you know. So you you bought that you bought low but there. I want to say something about that street, Jefferson Street uh, in Lafayette. I mean, when I took a look at it, uh, it was love at first sight. That's a great street. The actual uh, look of the street is uh, is a classic look of a really uh, old uh, inner city um, commercial uh, district. Yeah. I guess we can't speak highly enough about how interesting that street looks. There's I don't there's no street like that in Baton Rouge. Uh, there are obviously streets like that in New Orleans, right. uh, but uh, you know, th th this is part of a, uh, a you know Americana, yeah. even though it's Cajun Americana uh, that I is historic. What are your dates of opening? Do you know yet, or? Oh, that's the. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> well, maybe the year. The year would be good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I can narrow it down to this year. Johnny, do you know? Uh, yeah, we're. Uh, we have the most arbitrary goal ever. I just absolutely just set one, and then I got to figure out how we're going to fill in the gaps in between. <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of how we've always operated, and it seems to always work out. I have a countdown clock. Um, I mean, I guess it's right here on my phone. I really? Because at, at your restaurant here, you've got a countdown clock till opening day. Yes, we do the countdown <laughs> clock to opening day, and now I found one. There's an app, so I don't have to. Put it on the wall. Oh, great, great. And it's 225 days, 47 minutes, and 45 seconds. Terrific. Until we, you know, open. And I don't have, I have no idea how we're going to get there. Well, my clock would explode if I, if I, if I, <laughs> if I had to depend on that <laughs> to when we're going to get open. <laughs> Having opened three of these, are actually four in New Orleans already. Yeah. Um, yeah, five, actually. I got to give you credit. It, when, you open do open, twice. when you do open a new one, I look at it and I think, Oh yeah, this is where they should have put it. You know, like Frenchman and all that. It's a well. I feel comfortable. I mean, again, I'm I'm not a, a native uh, person from Lafayette, and um, although I had a lot of friends go growing up in, uh, in college uh, that were are from Lafayette and the surrounding area, I'm friends with Zachary Richard. Oh the, yeah, the, the the musicians, a good friend of mine, CC Adcock, I know as sure. well. Sure. So yeah. uh, I've Johnny, I've had be bringing them into the club. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Wow. And, and uh, so, uh, you know, Lafayette has great cuisine. So it's rather, um, I have to say, it's a bit intimidating to try to uh, open up a restaurant in Lafayette and, and have people accept it. You know what I think it is? It's it is. You've got, um, th these people are, we've spent a couple of years over there now. They're a lot of fun. That's why I think you guys are going to do great. They yeah. really want to have a good time. They, I, I've never, I mean, uh, I've never been anywhere where I've been welcome with open arms the way I've been in Lafayette. I mean, you know, they, they have been all smiles, energetic. They, they're in love with the fact that we're coming there, uh, wanting to help. I've had, you know, it's just been unbelievable. So I can't say enough about the people. Can't say enough, even the, you know, even the, you know, big, you know, uh, I guess always the elephant in the room, the government, it's been great. Both of you sound like you want to not just bring the, 
the New Orleans product the way it is, but to incorporate it into those communities, mm -hmm. which, is, uh, which is great. And I, I want to thank you both for something else, and that is, and I think you're going to bring this to Lafayette, is your sense of community that you've had in New Orleans. Like you have, um, let's see, it's on, like on Sundays you have uh, non-for-profits yeah. have their events right. out there, and then right. at Dat Dog, I've been to uh, some fundraisers for uh, Fund 17 and a few places like that. I, I assume you're going to take continue that kind of thought. Sure, you know, here in New Orleans, we. We do, uh, at the restaurant, we do 20% nights where uh, certain, usually, you know, just nonprofits in the community will will donate 20% of the net sales to back, it, you know, on that night. So it encourages them to bring in new faces yeah. and bring in a whole new set of people to the restaurant. So, you know, there's some marketing there that has always been beneficial to us. But, uh, you know, the real thing was to engage the community that was the real purpose and all and still is and you know really it's it's the easiest fundraiser you're going to do you send out a bunch of emails on facebook or whatever and and then we give you 20 percent because you went to dinner like that night. well you're going to eat anyway right? <laughs> but so that that's been great and we're going to continue to do that and then sundays at rock and bowl we we basically did almost 52 sundays a year we're doing some sort of fundraiser for someone in the community, whether it's someone who has cancer or a fully organized group that you know f that that has a certain purpose. So uh, we try to align with uh, you know values that we have and and go for it. And you know, I remember Sonny Landreth on in one concert kept talking about Lafayette and New Orleans being sister cities, and uh, I think they are. Is it different? Uh, start you and I guess in the sense you're not start starting out with a blank slate over there. You've got a lot of people who have been to your places here. W what the, what is the ma marketing strategy going to be given that? Well, I, you know that's a great question because I think it uh, we we certainly have a lot of people in the Lafayette community that have already been to the Rock and Bowl in New Orleans, and I think that's going to help a lot. Uh, you know, any help we're get we're given from the local media, which has already been had a great response, we're certainly grateful for. But this one is a little different because, you know, here the phone rings <laughs> in New Orleans, and it's people that have companies and they want to do a party and come to Rock and Bowl to to bring their for their birthdays or their bar mitzvahs or, I mean, you know, you name it. But in Lafayette, I think they have the a different concept. You know, they see us as just a live music venue. The, you, you go bowl, you, you go to the live music. Uh, whereas we're, we're much more than that. You know, really we're party dri driven. So it's going to take an effort for us to get out in the community, actually meet business owners and the decision makers and convince them that the best place for them to bring their customers and their families and their employees is to rock and bowl. And Constantine, same question. You must have a lot of people in Lafayette that have experienced that dog over here. How do you, how do you play that up? Um, <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm too old to be an expert on social media, but <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do realize that that's what um, it uh, works a lot. And we do have uh, people that in-house that handle our social media. We, you know, we have the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. I'm saying all these things. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> uh, but uh, and and that does uh, uh, help reach out uh, to to the customer base. I mean, the most important thing at the end of the day is going to be the quality of what you produce. 
and, uh, and people will find you wherever you are if, if you give them a product that they actually uh, want. So uh, we're hoping that we, uh, w the word, it won't take long to get the word out that we're there. But then it's up to us to show them that it's worth coming back again. And so I'm, I, I think they'll be pleasantly uh, pleased. But uh, again, I'm, I'm counting on faith on this. <laughs> okay. Faith is part of your marketing plans. This is so it great. Is. <laughs> Constantine, Johnny, I started out by saying that the link between Lafayette and New Orleans is an intangible love of life. One of the other similarities is that both cities pride themselves on being real. If you're someone who didn't grow up in Lafayette, one of the highest compliments you can be paid is to be regarded as a local, exactly the same as it is in New Orleans. I wish <laughs> you New Orleanians a speedy ascension to local status in Lafayette. Both, best of luck to both of you on your expansions. We look forward to following your progress, and uh, thank you both for taking the time to join me today and out to lunch. Oh, thank you too. It's Appreciate been it. fun being here. <laughs> Good guys. Blast. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Constantine Georges from Dat Dog New Orleans and Lafayette and Johnny Blanchard from Rock and Bowl New Orleans and now Lafayette. You can find out more about Constantine's restaurants and Johnny's clubs by following the links on our websites. It's NewOrleans.com and WWNO.org. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music and dinner seven nights a week. Week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. Mitchell's music is available wherever great jazz is sold, streamed, or stolen. And at MitchellForeman.com. You can get this show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows. You can keep up with us on all kinds of social media. Constantine can help us with that by going to our <laughs> websites, www.no.org and itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we look like, and it is worth spending a couple of minutes on that, I tell you, you can find photos from this show on our website and Facebook page. These photos were taken today by Allison Moon. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Commander's Palace for more business, New Orleans style, on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with more than 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers' Comp.